Cause be fucking for real. Be fucking for real. Yo, yo, let me address the crowd. What the fuck? Welcome to the Bree and D show. We're coming back after the holiday weekend. How you feeling? How was your Fourth of July? Uh, what did I do? Work. <laughs> I had to work. I had to fucking work. Right. <laughs> yeah, I had to work like half a day on the Fourth of July, which was stupid because it's just like, why are we here? Um, right. Did y'all like, like have calls. any work actually? Did y'all actually have any work? We had like work? two fucking calls, uh, two or three calls come in the whole fucking time. I was like, this is really fucking pointless, but whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was fucking stupid. And I was asleep by the time the fireworks went off. So it was just, it was just the 4th of July. Not in the sense that, yo, what y'all niggas doing for the 4th? It was just like, this is July 4th, tomorrow will be July 5th, and so on and so forth. I did not, I was not awake for fireworks or any of that shit. And to be completely honest, like, my kid, like, she's done sparklers, like, a few times. But other than that, she's just like, eh. Like, she'll watch the fireworks from afar, but it's not, like, mm-hmm. a big deal. You know what I mean? But I think that's more our generation and the generations before us. I just think... Because these kids have so much access to so much more than we had when we were That kids, may be true. That may be true. I, they, I just don't think it excites them the way. Like, we used right. to. Right. And stuff outside doesn't excite them. It's stuff yeah, outside Yeah, they don't, they don't go outside them. like we used to. Like, we, like, your friend knock on the door. Yo, can you come out? Not till my moms get home, dog. I told you. They see mm-hmm. your moms pull up. Can Derek come outside? Your little friend's here. All right, I'll see you later, Ma. You know what I'm saying? We'll go to the right. or play ball and stuff like that. These kids do not, like, they go outside to play sports if they're on a team. No, I was about to say, me and Derek got our, we have our kids um, involved in sports. But other than that, I don't know, does Kennedy go outside much if she's not actually outside doing her sports? But that takes up a not lot really. of Kennedy's life. <laughs> so, yeah, And that's the, the same. It, it just... But you know what? Somebody tweeted. They were like, this can't be the same sun we used to play outside all day in. That's very kids. true. Because, again, I'm pretty sure when I was a kid, it was not. Well, I didn't live in Texas. I lived in Louisiana. And it wasn't just dry heat. But I'm almost Global a thousand percent. Yes, it's change. fucking real. The, the, uh, to admit it. It's real. It's, it's like real. Hey. And the weather machine is real. I don't care what you tell me. The weather machine is real. I, I legit remember it my freshman year of college. It was still September. And one day I got up and put on shorts to go to class. And I was freezing. And now September is still blistering hot. The yeah. summer can leak into October at this point. Yeah. This is different it's, heat. That's, you realize there's been times, all jokes aside, like the last few Halloweens, it's been cold. But yes. there's been times on Halloween, times it was like, like 90 it, degrees. It was, well, not here. I think it was like 60 or something on Halloween one year. Yeah. But, and then it, it's just, I look or forward prime to, putting, example, to pulling in coats Texas, and jackets 
I look not me. I like the summer. We know I like little no, bitty I'm shorts. Totally. I like tank tops. I like crop tops. I'm totally a fall person. Like Mm-mm. number one, it, what what's better than the fall? Look at look at like this summer you got football. No, 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 no. You have college football. You have the NFL. Okay, you okay, you got me there. Major League Baseballs in the playoffs. The NHL yeah, and, NBA, and the NBA, and NBA are is both about to, to start ramp again. Up, yeah. And then you have the holiday season right after that. The fall is the best time of the year. And, I beg and, to differ. I'm a summer girl. And, I like not wearing clothes. I like swimming. I like going to the beach. I can't well, swim, so I don't get. Uh, <laughs> he's black, y'all. You get great. You the best. The best video games usually come out at that point. And then remember when you know we talk. We'll, we'll delve into the the label system. On this week's episode of Overtime, but when people used to be actually signed to labels and not doing music independently, all the heavyweights would drop their albums in the fall. That time between like September through uh, maybe late November, like you would get a a J album end of the year, you would get a Ja Rule album end of the year, you would get sometimes you would get an Eminem out. Well, M usually dropped in the March for, in in like March or something for whatever reason, but generally like you would get your big you would get a dmx album around that time as well you would get really good music and then you have like just enjoy the rest of the year the fall is the best time of the year bar none bar none Mm, i like the summer like i said i like i like the vacationing i like the heat i like swimming you know why i don't give a fuck about summer You, you know why i don't care because Summer vacation is only for kids and teachers. And most teachers, because they don't make a lot of money, have summer jobs. Summer school. Or they can get unemployment. Do Can they? Yeah. they Technically, when you go on summer break, it's technically you're laid off. Oh, yeah, well, you can get I mean, I guess, I don't know, you chose that fucking profession. But the reason why um, I like summer is because I still actually take vacations. Um... I, we, it may be only weekend trips and stuff, but, you know, it's actually also kind of fun. You know, we, we do shit. Like, I showed Derek the text message today where, what happened, Derek? I didn't even make it home Costa for work. Rica, Costa Rica. I, well, yes. Also, I am going to Costa Rica this fucking summer, guys. I, 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 summer, I, baby, <laughs> I can't stand the fucking summer. It'd be different when I knew the last day of school was coming up and I yeah. didn't have to set an alarm clock or any of that shit. We don't get to sleep in and stuff. Yeah, so we don't get to sleep in. The summer is not that cool. It's all right. Yeah. That's true. Yep, yep, yep. Let's get into our motherfucking show. You guys. To the best show on fucking earth. You know exactly where it is. Last week, right here. To like it every motherfucking Monday. Um. I'm just going to go ahead and kick it all off. We're talking album sales to start off this week's uh, version of Like It, Love It, or Hate It. Um, Everybody grateful, make them want to bite. Comes, <laughs> hold on. This comes from Coyla Ray. Grateful to have an album on the top 200 for my first week of my album release again. Really? This time with three hits on the Hot 100. Whoa. I'm super proud of myself. Bigger and better. Uh... Bigger and better year every time. Keep streaming. Hashtag Koi. It's an amazing project. This She tweeted this. This is very interesting considering the fact that Koi LaRae only, only sold 10,000 units. 
That is only wild. That is fucking that, insane. Honestly, that would be very discouraging you might to as, me. You might as well. I was just about to say you might as well not have not even put an album out. And to a certain extent, you probably shouldn't have. What's even worse is that Boosie only sold 500 copies of his album. What the fuck? And no. My thing is this. That 500 was probably bought by his family and friends. Well, here's the thing. It's not pure sales anymore because streams have to count towards sales. Uh, so streams people, count. Streams do count towards sale, and it was still only 500? But you have to... It, it takes... Oh, my God. Snoop Dogg just said something to Larry Jackson about it. He was like, how the fuck does this make sense? He was like, a motherfucker could stream a song a billion, a million times, and that doesn't... Let's pull up... Let's just check really quickly. Let's see how streams equate to sales. Uh, check our good friend Google. How do streams equate... How do streams equal album sales? Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. SPS means sales plus streaming. It's a common way to express units. For songs, all, offici all official audio and video streams from within the U.S. are counted in additional to pure single sales. Uh, 150 streams equals one track sale. For albums, all official audio and video streams from within the U.S. are counted in addition to TEA and pure sales. 1,500 streams equals 10 track sales equals one album sale. In addition, if an album shipped over 1 million copies to stores, it can be certified platinum without all 1 million of those copies being sold. Which, that's, some people don't understand. They're like, no, it was platinum. I was like, no, it shipped platinum. They shipped a million units to the stores. That doesn't mean all a million units were bought. So obviously the standard still is gold is 500,000, platinum is 1 million, diamond is 10, 10 million. Um, where do they break down the stream? Hold on. Okay, so for 500,000 units, must include at least three, but no more than five different songs. Wow. Average minimum running time is 30 minutes. One million units must include at least three, but no more than five different songs. Average minimum running time is 30 minutes. Recertified at each million unit sales unit. Two million units must include three but no more than five different songs uh average running time is 30 minutes this is for a short album aka an ep for a full length album yikes Five hundred thousand units may combine sale of all configurations enhanced cds must must contain at least 75 percent audio content of regular cd one million units may combine all uh, may combine sale of all configurations. Again, enhanced CDs must contain at least seventy five percent audio content of regular CD. Um, this isn't breaking down the streams though. They keep changing it. In the new structure, one hundred fifty streams of a song equals one paid download. So where we used to go, I don't like your whole album, but I do like these four songs. So I'm going to go to iTunes and spend $1.99 on these four, you know, on each of these four songs. Now, if I just like one song and I stream it 150 times, that equals one paid download of your song. 
So, essentially, like, you have to have diehard fans. Because this is telling me, like, you know how at the end of the year we do it's Spotify and Apple Music do their roundup and tell you what you've listened to the most over the year? Yes. And they tell you how many times you've listened to a song. I don't think last year I had a single song that was 150 times played. There are some that were pretty high, but I don't think there was a single song that was 150 times streamed that one particular song by itself. So what that tells me is basically I didn't buy a single song from anybody last year. Um, (laughs) This is insane. If, say, 1,500 people play Taylor Swift's Blank Space, that will count as one sale of her album, 1989. The RIAA is still going to be specific about which songs are featured on what records, so artists will continue to see certain albums being awarded. Awarded. Uh, RIAA will now be accepting plays from video platforms like YouTube as well as on-demand sites such as Spotify, um, Hulu, Flippergram, as well as visited stores like Target, Kmart, Kmart, and Walmart. This is very strange. They can't... But, again, this is what Snoop was saying. He was like, how the fuck can a motherfucker stream a million songs but that only counts as so many album sales that is very strange and this is how they're fucking these people over now everybody's showing up with these plaques and stuff like oh i did this i did this that and the third you really barely sold a hundred thousand records it used to be when they would have these conversations because every time new music drops on the joe button show they talk about it they're like 260 that's a big week for such and such and they're clapping i'm like this is strange and that's because streaming has fucked up the game. Back in the day, under the label system, if you sold 260,000 copies of your album, you may not make it to the second album. The label may drop you. But like Derek so, said, on, um, and if you want to hear more about this, definitely check out our overtime. But like Derek said, you don't have necessarily need to sign to a label anymore, so no one don't. can drop you. YouTube don't. can't drop you, right? That's true. I just think it's... Like I said, I, we were talking on overtime. I talked about watching that Backstreet Boys movie and uh, part of this NSYNC documentary. Backstreet Boys sold, I think they said, they sold a million with Millennium in one week, if I'm not mistaken. And the question was, <laughs> would NSYNC break that record when No Strings Attached came out? NSYNC sold a million albums in a day. In a day. that's insane the backstreet boys are the highest selling boy band of all time number two is the jackson five that's crazy competition i just nelly uh, um country grammar is a is a diamond certified album that's 10 million thriller diamond certified you know to sell the Country Grammar coming out in the year 2000 and selling over 10 million copies, that's an achievement. That's a hell of an achievement because you could burn CDs by that point. If you sold albums in the era where CD burners were a thing, I have to applaud you. As much as 50 drives me nuts sometimes, you got to applaud, dude. He sold albums at a point where you could download music illegally and burn a CD. 
Do you know how hard it is to convince a nigga to go to Best Buy and spend 16 bucks on your album when they can just hop on a computer and download it for Right, LimeWire. Yes, LimeWire, uh, BearShare, Napster. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, damn, damn where'd you get that? Man? Which, which one was that? Uh, yeah. Um, Morphe, like, I had them all. As soon as they shut down one, I just go and download the next one. It is like, yeah. and, and and not for nothing, I still actually went out and bought albums. So, what these people are doing now in the streaming age, it doesn't really impress me all that much. It really doesn't. Like, if you can still sell albums in the streaming age and actually, but see, the, the thing is, we'll never know how many of the quote-unquote sales are actual sales and how many are streams. Because we knew before before beats which initially turned into apple music spotify and pandora were the only games in town and nobody really we were still talking about sales of albums when apple acquired beats and turned beats music into apple music and all that streaming became the go-to we don't know what anybody's really selling anymore we just don't know so the fact that Coyle Ray only sold 10,000 when we're talking, sitting here having a conversation where apparently like 200,000, 100,000 is a good week. That That's just crazy because I thought her fan base was bigger and more bubbling than that. The fact that Boosie only sold 500 albums, I'm actually not really surprised by that because Boosie's more known for being the wild nigga on Instagram at this point than he is for being a musician. Yeah. I only know one Boosie song, and that's Zoom. That's the only Boosie song I know. Hmm. So, but speaking of sales and, and music, um, three people now have the top, um, have the most top ten hits in the history of the Hot 100. Would you like to know who those people are? Yes. Uh, Drake, Wayne, and Nikki, the quote-unquote big three. Yes. You know, the the flag bearers for Young Money, Cash Money uh, over the past 15 years or so. Um, Drake has 68, Wayne has 25, and Nikki has 23. So, you know, their popularity, obviously, I'm not surprised by these numbers. Even even when, what I just said, when people were burning CDs, Drake, Nikki, and Wayne were still selling they were still selling they were doing numbers so let me ask you a question Um, on that go right ahead so with that being said remember we were having a discussion on when wayne said that he could beat anybody in a versus does this sway you towards him more or you still have your original stance no i still have my original stance okay and here's the reason why you, number one, you can't dig up Pac and you can't dig up Big, right? Right. But to say Tupac of all people, everybody like the biggest joke about Pac, Pac got killed September of 96. But how many mm-hmm. times after that did, did new albums come out? People were like, oh, Pac got a new album out. You know he ain't really dead. Yeah, he's <laughs> dead. He just recorded in bulk. Pac was a madman in the studio so he had a lot of content and they was just sitting in a vault yeah they could continuously put out or albums. they what they also do is they take snippets from here and there and mash yeah, them together and they, put, 
yeah. So to sit here and say that, even if you, I, I tell you what, even if you took the stuff that Pac actually recorded while he, well, he recorded it all while he was alive, but the stuff that came out while he was still living and breathing. You gonna say he don't have 20 for Wayne? He may not have a full 20, but he's got enough to give that nigga a fight. People thought that Fat Joe was gonna body Ja Rule. It's like, nah, Fat Joe got this. Everybody, Ja Rule a clown. Everybody know Ja Rule a clown. Nobody listens to Ja Rule. That nigga start running off them hits and people forgot about all that bullshit. Wayne's got hits. But he, for him to say that nobody can see him in a versus is still nuts to me. And obviously, if we gonna keep it a buck, if we each get 20 records, the two motherfuckers mentioned with him right now, Drake and Nicki. Drake has 68. Mm-hmm. That's triple what Wayne has damn near. Nikki's got 23. If Wayne's got Wayne's got 25, Nikki's got 23. She can run with him. Drake can lap him. That's what the numbers are saying. Oh yeah. So no, mm-hmm. I don't I don't buy that. I still my stance is still the same. Him saying he you know what he's supposed to believe in himself. He 100% is. However, Everything that Wayne thinks is a hit is not a hit. Unfortunately, he has a cult of fans. He, like most people have fans. Other people, have, Wayne has a cult. He is the first rapper. He's truly the first rapper to really benefit as a black man from having a white fan base as well. Like Eminem is the great white hope because black people were able to recognize, nah, this white boy can fucking spit. This white boy got some shit. And M will tell you, he's like, I don't, I'm not stupid. I know me being white plays a major part in my success. Wayne covered all bases. And Wayne actually, he came to his peak when white kids really, really, like, there was some, like, for every five people you knew, there was one white kid that was in the group, right? Mm-hmm. And they listen to hip hop and shit. Well, like that. no, actually, no. And I'm the thing is, well, not, not, not in your particular. Yeah. Your, your so particular. yeah, exactly. So, and the thing is that that's why when we have these types of conversations, it's really hard for me to chime in the way Derek does, guys, because my Lil Wayne. <sighs> He's from your backyard. Yeah, He's exactly. Backyard. And absolutely. So the thing is that I know six trillion Lil Wayne songs to songs. Exactly. Eminem's one. You know, exactly. because like, and we, I think we discussed this before where I said, y'all have to remember I'm from the South. A, B, I'm from New Orleans. So I had Juvie the Great. I had Wayne. I had Manny Fresh. I had Big. You know, so the thing is that I can't, I can't speak on this type of stuff because I'm biased. That's basically what I'm right. saying. I'm biased. So, the thing, like, so, Wayne is, I'm 41, so Wayne's 40, he'll be 41 in September, so he's like my era. I've seen his whole career, right? Hmm. He caught, he really hit his pinnacle, the third quarter, because on the first two quarters, it was all us niggas. That third one everybody was listening lollipop and all that shit my cousins would be dating these little girls and they would be white girls and they would pull up playing it and then yeah. they would pass it on to their friends and so on and so forth 
So by the time we looked up and they would put a Wayne song on, the white kids in the room knew the words more than some of the black kids in the room. Then Wayne got really into uh, heavy into skateboarding. So then mm-hmm. he was able to grab that culture as well. Then remember he did the rock album. He was pulling people from every different genre, like, come over here, I got some shit. And while y'all listening to this shit, guess what? I also do like eight different mixtapes in a two-year span. So Wayne does have a crazy catalog to pull from. The nigga Drake dropped a bunch of Lucy's. Just threw records, <laughs> just threw records out there on his blog, too. That nigga could definitely run with him. He could definitely run with him. The older I get and the more I look at the situation, it depends on where the where the verses was held and what age group is that is in there. Yeah. I'm I'm that's of the true. belief that I'm of the belief that Jay Z and Beyonce will absolutely never do verses, right? And verses is pretty much almost done now. We haven't had one in quite some time. And we still we, have a date we're for doing the, the whole tiny desk thing, which is cool. It's like Well, yeah, but we they were doing tiny desk concerts before COVID. Versus is well, I'm just saying, versus was uh, yeah. versus, and I think versus was made because they were bored with you know being in the house because everybody with, was at home, yeah, and couldn't yeah. go to concerts. So, yeah, but I, I um, I've still never seen a versus. <laughs> we're supposed to get Jermaine Dupree versus Puff. They said it's supposed to be two parts. One is supposed to be in New York. The other one's supposed to be in Atlanta. One is supposed to be hip hop. The other one's going to be R and B. So that's going to be a great two nights. If it actually happens, everybody's like, well, what about Jay and Beyonce? Jay and Beyonce are not doing verses against anybody. The only way they're going to do it is if they do it against each other from their own home and they sit in there drinking wine. talking. <laughs> yeah, That's literally, because like they said, like they said, if the um, if the BET Awards was in Beyonce backyard, she would not be home. They she don't do that kind of stuff. They don't do that they kind don't. of stuff. They no, they were at the BET Awards for like when Kim and Kanye first got together and uh, yeah, that was how long ago? Watch and I think that was the only one they went to. No, because Jay Jay premiered H to the Izzo at the BET Awards. You know that story, right? Mm, Kanye no. had gave the beat to Dipset too, and Dipset had a song to it, and Jay was performing. Um, he did like a melody of stuff from the Dynasty album. And then he was like, new record. And the beat came on. And Jim and Cam was like, that's our fucking beat. What is this bullshit? They were pissed at Kanye because they had the beat first. And then Kanye must have gave it to Jay too. And Jay did H to the Izzo. And then he premiered it at the BET Awards. At that point, Dipset could not put out a record with that beat. Nobody would care. Nobody would care. Because Cam hadn't even had Old right. Boy yet. And then what happened? What happened was just well. Blaze. Let's say it like this. Let's say it like this. Now, Beyonce and Jay Z of now will not be caught They're dead not at the BET Awards. I remember when Watch it. the Throne came the fuck out. Though boy, what a fucking time when that beat would drop. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Man, I, I I'm about to go ham. Hardest motherfucker. Let these niggas know who I am. He is the pinnacle of his generation. He by far is. There's nobody else close. There's nobody else close of his generation. I don't put him in the same generation as Jay and Nas and them. They're in Big and Pac's generation. But of his generation, Wayne is the pinnacle. So it depends on who he has the verses with. But we know Jay and B are not doing that shit. 
Right. So the thing is that it won't be who he has the verses with because the person who could go, who could stand up against him is not going to do a versus. So. I mean, Buster, they asked Buster about doing a Missy with versus, uh, versus with Missy, and he was like, no, because that's my twin. He was like, Missy is the female, she's the female Buster Rhymes. And he was like, I'm the male Missy. It wouldn't make any sense. I um I like Buster, but I'm not a Missy fan. I don't know. Anyway, moving along, because we went a little long on that Moving topic. right um, along. Justin Bieber bought a Bored Ape NFT for $1.31 million in January of 2022. Today, it's worth $59,090. It's worth $59,090. So, hey, like you it, know what? Like it, love it, or hate it. I, I'm indifferent because that was your fault. You shouldn't be hopping on board spending this kind of money on something that you don't know is going to be worth anything. Um, just because you have money don't mean you should stupidly and blindly spend it. We didn't know anything about these NFTs. We didn't know if it was going to be something in two years or not. So why would you spend that? And it's a picture. Honestly, at the end of the day, it was a picture of a fucking monkey. It's a JPEG. It's a fucking JPEG. Yeah, it's literally. So the NFT thing, here's the thing. I hate it. I hate the NFT thing. And I'm not saying I'm happy these people lose. I don't know what it is. They're basically, so it's called a non fungible token or something like that and video game developers tried to get into it too they were trying to make like nft like basically it's you own the picture and nobody else owns it so then you can take it and make it your like i think he made his twitter uh profile pic after he bought it if i'm not mistaken okay Um, so okay it's it's a fucking jpeg it's a fucking jpeg it's a fucking picture that you it's, own that no one else. Here's can... the thing, you own it, you own it, and that's fine, Justin. And you post that shit on Twitter, and guess what? I can hold my finger or my thumb down on it, and my iPhone will say. Do you I was gonna say. And or even how if, do you even own it when I can save it? <laughs> or even if even if my phone don't allow me to, maybe there's like it's there's some coding in it that won't allow me. I can still I can screenshot, screenshot the shit and then and crop, crop it. it. Exactly. So I don't understand it. I okay. Now that you said that you hate it, I hate it too. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. It's kind of like, and that the crazy thing is, it's not like it's a one of a kind Picasso that you only have and you can replicate it, but it's not exactly the same. That's hanging up in your motherfucking house. It's a fucking digital picture, just like he said. We could screenshot it, crop it, we could save it, we could do what we want with it. Stupid. Hate it. And I love you, Justin. I was actually thinking earlier that you are a phenomenal artist. I love Justin Bieber. But use your fucking He's common sense. He's kind of a little asshole. He, he um, may be. Uh, but whatever him and that girl. Oh, no. There's no maybe. He is. So I'm a big hockey fan. And uh, Justin Bieber is really good friends with Austin Matthews. He is a uh, centerman for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, so somebody was telling a story on a hockey podcast that they were playing in a beer league with Justin Bieber. Beer league is just basically like beer league softball, same thing except it's hockey. And Justin Bieber apparently refuses to back check. Like he just wants to get out and score goals. He won't back check. A back check is when you when the other team has the puck and they're moving, advancing toward the offensive zone. To back check is you need to skate back and play defense. Apparently, Justin Bieber refuses to fucking back check. 
He just wants to score goals and then rub it, rub it in your face when he scores and chirp you and shit like that. But he is a very talented musician. The equivalent of this, I guess, if you're a basketball fan, would be a motherfucker who just sits around and cherry picks all day. They won't play any defense. <laughs> if you're not a hockey fan, you don't understand what back checking means. But yeah, I'm like, not a hockey fan, but I would love to go to a hockey game because I had I heard they get rowdy up in there and it's fun. Oh yeah, it's, so it's, it's I do want to go to a hockey game, um, but. Um, yeah, he's a talented artist, just maybe be my name might not be the smartest. However, what the fuck him and his wife are doing up in there up there in that condo, that penthouse suite. Aren't they? They are they? I didn't know yeah, that, but I know every couple of months them two go paralyzed together. So I don't know what the fuck y'all doing, but stop it. Think but. about that drop off. I'm looking at this again. One point thirty one million dollars. To fifty nine thousand in, Jan- in January of twenty twenty two. So just like a not even months. yeah not even five years bro like that hey I'd be like I want my money back I want my money. Do you know back. how much? No, he ain't getting that money back. Like that's insane depreciation. That is insane. And they how fast car, it depreciate? I was just about to say that probably depreciated faster than the car did. They say when you pull the car off the lot, it automatically it dep- depreciates two thousand dollars in value. Yeah, that is fucking. Well, be prior to COVID. Now cars are. Like spiking in prices. Well, yeah, even ex- even used cars are are harder like to obtain because of COVID. So, um, but I think I, I I assume that the situation with this thing is they just found that there was no real value in these fucking NFTs. Again, it's a fucking JPEG, dog, or a PNG, or you know, it's not yeah. a bitmap, but it's like it, it's a fucking picture, a picture of a fucking monkey. A yeah. bunch of other people bought into it. And I've seen I've seen different versions of that monkey. And my ex actually had the one that's his profile picture. So I was a tad bit. That's why when you said hey, you own it, I was like, that's crazy. Because my ex had one of it as his profile picture. And I don't know, he is a broke motherfucker. So I know he ain't buying no ENFT. And he ain't creating shit. So. Yeah. Hold on, let's see. Mm, Non-fungible token collection built on the Ethereum blockchain. The collection features profile pictures of cartoon apes that are procedurally generated by an algorithm. Are you fucking kidding me? What a fucking moron. Um... Kate Nibbs of Wired Magazine called the popularity of Bored Apes, quote, a gimmick, plain and simple. Many Bored Ape NFT owners admitted to purchasing, purchasing their apes due to the potential marketing and branding projects that can be launched through owning the intellectual property of Bored Ape. Uh, oh, my God. Universal Music Group has signed a band composed of three Bored Apes and one Mutant Apes. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Many online publications wrote about celebrities collecting Bored Apes in late 2021. Eminem, Gwyneth Paltrow, Shaquille O'Neal, Neymar, Snoop Dogg, Mark uh, Cuban, Post Malone, Stephen Curry, Paris Hilton, Jimmy Fallon, and Serena Williams. Wow. Boy, talk about people not knowing what to do with their fucking money. No, like, come on now. If you want to throw money away, send it to me, please. Yeah, this is insane. 
Like, if that's what y'all want to do with your money, that's perfectly fine. But, like, you worked for I'm it. Sorry, but if you I, want to throw I, money I, away, I, send I it could to find me. a ton of other fucking uses for 1.3. And this is why, all jokes aside, this is why people are always talking about some eat the rich, tax the rich, shit like that. Like, this, this is, is why people hate sick. United. This is why people yeah. hate America. Like what, look what we'll look at you just you you doing this you just threw away one point five million dollars on a fucking JPEG. A cartoon monkey. Yeah, exactly. Cartoon, and like I say, it ain't even a JPEG printout monkey. that somebody painted for you that put in long hard hours. Like I said, like a Picasso and you know or Warhol. If if they were actually painted on canvas and actual paintings, then I would be like, you know what? That's why I said art, this ain't even art um, is subjective. Right, and I'm glad you said that. Art is subjective. I can't say that this is arguably better than anything that Salvador Dali or Andy Warhol did, but we all view art differently. So if it's on a canvas and in a frame, that's one thing. This is a fucking JPEG, dog. Right. This is a JPEG. And like I just said, my ex had a, had a variation of that monkey as his profile picture, so it's not really exclusive to you, JB. It's not. I'm sorry. He, and he with that being said, he definitely screenshotted that shit. He definitely screenshotted. Absolutely. And like I say, he's not the smartest monkey in the jungle. Ha! <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> but you know he. Oh my god. But yeah. So, but moving right along, we gonna move on to the next up. That uh, that's, that right All there right. is the dumbest move of 2020. When what was it? 2021. It was or 2022. 2022. Stupidest, stupidest thing you could have done. The other one started investing in 2021. Everybody came out of COVID. We were supposed to come out better and smarter. It seems like a lot of people came out stupid. That's like really fucking dumb. But absolutely. In other news, Logic sells his entire catalog for eight figures to influence media partners. Nelly sells his catalog for fifty million, and Wiz Khalifa has sold his for an undisclosed amount. Was there somebody else that we saw as well? Hold on, let me double check. Either way, like it, love it, or hate it. I'm not sure because I don't know what the fuck's going on. What are you guys doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? What is it to you? Are you hurting for money? Why are you doing this? Why are they attacking? Why? I mean, is, are white people selling their 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 catalog? Because is this, is there? You know what I mean? You get no, what I'm getting trying at? Trying to get theirs back. Yeah, they're trying to own their masters and we're giving them away. Guys, do you understand? This is your crap. This is your artwork. And you want to give it away? You, I mean, I guess not give it. You're selling it for pennies and change and shit like that. And I, I, I guess I shouldn't say pennies and change. Millions of dollars is not nothing to sneeze at. But my thing is, come they on, said, black the crazy people. Thing is, Nelly got $50 million with Khalifa an undisclosed amount. I like Logic. But he got eight figures? I don't like Logic. Lo- Logic got eight figures. If I'm Wiz or Nelly, I'm holding out for a little more. I'm sorry. Um, My thought is this. I think that... I think that some of them are using this money to fund other things. Mm-hmm. And... Mo is at the point in his career well, where... He's a greatest hits artist. Nobody's really listening to new Nelly music. I hate him. He's a greatest hits artist. Well, he's he's from my he's from my neighborhood, like you know what I'm saying. So I got a rep for my people. He's a greatest hits artist. Wiz is kind of creeping to that same territory. When was the last time Wiz put out a banger? 
Um, and yeah, that's, and here's the thing. I always take this logic. If my mama starts to like the artist, then I really shouldn't be like listening to them anymore. <laughs> and my mama is starting to listen to Wiz Khalifa. And I'm like, hey, that was my get high in high school and college music. And you're right. I never, He's see, starting to get into the era of greatest hits. But my thing is, black people, what happened to owning our legacy? Do we not want that anymore? Like what's wrong? That's what. That's what my problem. That's why I hate it. I hate it. There we go. I, I hate think it. That, I think that they're using the money to fund other things, or they. Just I hope need the so. Money. I hope so. And because if you just need the money, my thing is you can't get the money. You waste it back. But them fucking well, big ass houses and shit y'all bought now that y'all probably don't even have anymore. The cars and the everything. Thing. Here's the thing. With. Because Nelly's done more fucking records with country artists in the last couple of years than he's done in hip-hop, right? So he can still get shows. He, If he was to step on the stage and do a versus, he would have saw a climb in the streaming numbers of his catalog, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of them, that's why they do it. Because everybody was like, they get paid for that. And then word came back like, no, they don't. And they was like, because people thought they got paid for the Super Bowl. It's like, no, you don't. That's a platform for you you're to spending promote money yourself. at the Super Bowl. Yes. You, so it, even versus, you're just promoting yourself. When you start reeling off them fucking hits, damn near everybody who's done a versus, the next day, their numbers go up crazy in streaming. Because everybody, mm-hmm. it, when you hear those records, it reminds you of a time where this was the biggest song in the world to me. I remember what I was doing. I remember we used to take drives and listen to this. I remember we used to go to parties. I remember them playing this at the club. It's nostalgia. So had Nelly got on the stage and did a versus, those numbers would have went up and those songs would have been worth more. But because he hasn't, who is really... I listen to... I have a playlist of St. Louis stuff, and it's a lot of Nelly on there, right? So... Murphy Lee from St. Louis? Yes, he went to he went to U City. They went to like I went to kindergarten. Jackson Park is the elementary school. U City High School is right across the street. Like that the the Murphy Lee video for I'm gonna make you love me that is shot in front of U City High School. I'm gonna make you love me, baby. I'm gonna make you love yes. me, baby. Hug me, it's baby. It's on Boston Plus, Avenue. Was I, that um was that from your boy movie? The Nick Cannon movie. Yes. Yeah, it's on stupid Ball, ass. U City High School is on Boston Avenue. Eat me. Eat me. Ooh, yes. Da, my my da, elementary da, da. school. My brother got hit by a car down the street from oh my God. the first pl- Yes, he's still alive. The first place we, we moved to U City when I was five years old. That's the street we moved on. So even staying, I made this playlist of all St. Louis music and artists, and it's a bunch of Nelly on there. And I listened to it while I was working out for like a week and a half, and I haven't listened to it since. So Think about it. Who else around the world is really streaming that much music of Logic or Nelly? And like I said, like we said, Wiz is also entering his greatest hits era, right? Mm. So if nobody's really listening to you, because Wiz's best music arguably is his mixtape shit. The Cushion Orange Juice tape, uh, Taylor Allardyce. um, What was the other one? It was another mixtape. Wiz's best music is his mixtape shit. So if that music is sitting around and nobody's really playing it consistently, it's not worth anything. If somebody okay. wants to give me X millions of dollars for it, well, fuck, you go right ahead. 
Yeah, I get you, but I don't know. I just feel like your legacy, you know? It right. I get what you. I get what you're saying there too. For them, the people that are acquiring it, these companies, they have foresight with what they're gonna do with it that I don't think the artists have. Like, think about it like this: We talked about publishing, and we talked about Kanye and stuff like that, right? Do you mm-hmm. realize how many hang? There's three Hangover films, right? There's only yeah. There's three. There's a Kanye West song in each three movies and all three hangover films there's a kanye west song so the publishing on that you know what i'm saying like he's gonna see proceeds he's gonna get a check every quarter whether it's radio play boy and i'm gonna tell you i played a fuck out that movie (laughs) exactly you see what i'm saying matter of fact uh uh la 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 Wait till I get my money. That's the song they play when they roll into Vegas in the first one. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. So these companies making these purchases, they're thinking the long game. They're thinking, oh, I can license this for a Mountain Dew commercial. I can license this. And see, that's my point. That's what that's my point. Is the legacy. You are and it takes it back to Wu Tang what he said. When RZA told Dirty, he said, your, kid, your grandkids going to eat off of this. Y'all are yeah. selling something that you, this You're is your, your fucking legacy. legacy. Like, MC Hammer's a bad example. I mean, not MC Hammer. Uh, Vanilla Ice is a bad example. But not really, because the fact of the matter is, remember, uh, Suge Knight, like, dangled him over a balcony and got him to sign over the rights to, um, He says it's not ice, true. Ice, baby. Oh, he did? Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. He, well, they, they but either way, he Shug. sold his catalog, and they use his fucking music in any and everything. everything. And you yeah. know how much money he could have made from that? Like, we don't know, Nelly, um, Nelly, right now, maybe some of your songs are not being, I don't really know. But let's say for shits, you have great hit songs so here's the thing with that being said they're gonna use your shit there's gonna be movies about the early 2000s parties just like there were movies in the 90s about you know so i'm saying they're gonna have nelly songs in there and you know what nelly you're not gonna you're gonna hear your song and you can't even claim it as yours anymore i think there is bigger things in life than just money your fucking legacy and that's well how I see it. I'm sorry. I, I want my I claim it. to fame. I want I I I don't want to be like, oh dad, that's you on the radio, or mommy, that's you on the radio. And like prime example, Derek, you realize this is our podcast. If we sell the rights to our podcast, is it ours anymore? No, we're just the voices. That's exactly. The people forget you're just the voice. You're just the voice. Once you sell you're the voice, but somebody else is profiting off your And that's and the problem. What's the that's what I was about to say. What was the point of you putting in blood, sweat, and tears, studio time, all of this? And a you're not reaping really the benefits of it. A lot of people are really short sighted and sometimes I would blame management because if you had a good manager, they would tell you, I'm not sure I would do this deal. Y'all so know I what you celebrities retain. need? You need a me so or a Derek I, on I, your I, team. I, I can't remember who it was. I know somebody sold 50% interest of their catalog where the people who they would uh, they would have 50% and then the artist would have the other 50% so they could still make money. You're selling 100% of your catalog. I just, Kanye's fighting 
for his life to get his catalog back now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some stupid deal and didn't realize it. But now that I think about it, when Kim said that they were, he was in debt, you know what? It makes sense because he, he, his, his publishing was fucked up. And that's, that's the thing. That's like I say, get you a me or a Derek on your team. And what's crazy to me is that me and Derek are regular everyday schmegular people. And we know this. So why is it that y'all don't know this? And this is y'all's business. Well, okay. So look at it. Logic. I guess we would consider him part of the new school. Not even really. Cause he's actually part of like Kendrick and Cole and Wale's generation. Yeah, yes. I remember we saw him in concert with Kid Cudi, um, and yeah. that was when Shout I was actually Cuddy, pregnant was, with have Lily. You listen, have you listened to the Blog Era podcast by It's The Real? I don't like Cudi no more. He just got weird. I love Cudi. Don't do that. Um, I don't know. With the dresses, the makeup, the mm, he's a little bit shy of Uzi, you know? Um, fuck. Okay, so Nelly's really part of the TRL generation. And I don't think that he's, he's really part like him, Ja, Britney, NSYNC, the Backstreet Boys, Christina Aguilera, like they even Destiny's Child. I don't think that we they could ever really recapture that magic. Right. Like, right. NSYNC that was just a different time. Tour. Backstreet Boys is still touring. But NSYNC is they're, they're not going to tour again. Like they had a hard enough time doing the VMAs with Justin when he got that award um, in 2013. They had a hard enough time keeping up with the choreography that they initially did. Britney, we already see what's going on there, Mm -hmm. right? So, and TRL, MTV doesn't fucking play videos. They got the nerve to have the VMAs every year, but you never see fucking videos on MTV. Tell me I'm lying. All you see is ridiculousness. Right. All fucking day. God, he got the con. Like, he must own the fucking company. Anyway, I don't think we're never going to recapture that TRL time. We just, and I think, like, you know what the real death of TRL and stuff was? When Justin pulled out Janet Titty at the Super Bowl. Like, it hasn't been the same since then. <laughs> but we're never going to, like, we're we're not gonna have that anymore. That was the last time Nelly had a huge record because uh, "Flap Your Wings," "Drop Down to Get Your Eagle On," all that stuff came. Hell no, I'm leaving me alone, girl. But that yeah. was at the 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 drop of his career too. And that's when he made that song where I keep playing over and over again, and it hurts Tim so McGraw, bad. That album came, so the Super Bowl would have been. Was it sweatsuit? Like it was a two double sided sweatsuit. Yeah, it was two albums. It was it was two albums released on the same day. That came out later, the, the back half of the year. It was like September. It was anywhere from like August to October or something like that. That's the same year Justin and Janet had the Super Bowl incident. TRL has basically been dead since then. You don't have those teenage girls sitting outside the TRL studio because TRL don't fucking exist. Right. Hey, you know my hair is orange? (laughs) Even Eminem is not as big as he once was. (laughs) No, we were talking about that the other day. My brother was like, Eminem's albums suck after, you know, and I was like, hey, I mean, you know, they just, you know. I just think that... They don't like the same type of music no more. And then people don't like that type of music no more. The, the thing that people... And they said this on the NSYNC documentary. They were like, 
when your fans are kids and you're young, same thing with Bow Wow. The older your fans get and the more they want more mature stuff, like the oh you wanted like Justin wanted to do his own thing. They what happened with NSYNC apparently was they agreed to take a six month break, come back, and then decide if they were gonna do another album. And in that time, Lance started training to be an astronaut and there was no way he could get out of the training. He ended up not even going to space, but because that Lance couldn't get out of it and you couldn't get all five of them, Justin started working on his solo his album. Solo and at shit. that point, it was too late. Was that when you don't have to say what you did? No, cry me a yes. river. Oh yes. my yes. fucking God. You guys, I was in the fifth grade when that song came out. We I was in the fifth grade. Hearts, when, when Justified, the album came out, I was in college. Oh my fucking Wow, y'all. We played the album from beginning to end. The only thing we skipped were the ballads. And even the ballads are dope. Um, Listen, yeah. Justin Timberlake is... Actually, did I send that to you where they say hit for hit who you have, Cisco or JT? I don't know why they say we this, just, but they said... I was said, about to bring that up a couple minutes ago when we were having the versus conversation. Truth be told, I got Justin Timberlake. I got JT. And like I said, in, um, was that on and, Overtime? And, and, or was that at the beginning and, of this episode where I said I was a big JT fan? I'm a huge Drew Hill fan. Oh, fuck yes. Fan. I love you. Whoa, 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 Justin whoa, whoa. is watching Cisco. Justin, even if they bring the group catalog in, I think Justin is watching it. Yeah, ad- absolutely. And not, guys, understand, not because Cisco don't have the vocals, it's just he doesn't have the catalog. He, he no Cisco got some joints, but he ain't got them shit. No, he has he has joints, and that's what I'm I'm never gonna take from Cisco because like you said, I'm a great big Drew Hill like fan. It, it doesn't matter what Justin plays against Thong Song. Thong Song's going to win that round, right? Right, but, but then after that, but then... it matters. It matters what Cisco plays against Cry Me a River or Bye 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 or it's gonna be or, me, or it's tearing up my heart. Or what you would call it, it his song with Beyonce, or, I mean, let's be fucking real. You and remember that song? Do you remember that song he has with 3-6 Mafia and Timbaland? Now bring out the Timbaland hits oh now. Oh, my God. Yes. Washing yes. away my sorrows in the cold cup of Hennessy. Little lady, that was my fucking jam. Yeah. I still love that. Shit. He's from Memphis, too. That was a Memphis collaboration. That had to happen. That was great. That was fucking... And then, not only that, but let's not take away from Justin's acting skills, you guys. He's... he's And, and that's the... That, like, we didn't get an album for years. We didn't get an album for seven years because Justin was one of the biggest actors on the planet. And then, not for nothing, part two, not so great. Part one of the 2020 experience, that's a phenomenal fucking album. Oh, are we talking about... um? Uh, what about his tie. one that he has with uh, is that the one he has with Jay Z? Yes, so yeah, Jay-Z I mean, there you go. Jay Z was initially supposed to be on My Love, and he was like, he couldn't get to the studio or something, and he was like, I'll get you on the next one. And then T.I. got on it and it blew up. That was a big moment for Tip, it was, it was, but because of JT, they all ended up in the same studio working at the same time. Jay was working on Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Justin was working on uh, Holy Grail, 2020 experience. Drake was working on Holy Grail was great. 
And then J Justin was like, I got a record, Hove. He was like, don't miss out this time. And he played it for him, and Jay laid his verse. They did, like, remember, they performed that at the Grammys. Like, you took the, the song clothes off says, my back. When Justin says, get out your seat, Hove, Jay is sitting in the audience with Beyonce in a glass of cognac, and he literally gets up and grabs a microphone and starts rapping his verse. In a versus, Justin is watching Cisco, and I'm a huge Cisco and Drew Hill fan. But Justin's watching him. It's not even close. It's yes. not even fucking close. Yes, 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 yes. I'd have to agree. I'd have to. And um, I know we all hear me talk about, like, you know, how I'm not attracted to white people. But Justin Timberlake is, like, my white boy crush. Every <laughs> black woman I know says Justin Timberlake is the one. So mine would be, if I, I have, like, five of them, actually. Justin Timberlake, uh, the one that was in Zac Efron, um... I I have to have a little, I have a little tiny crush on um Jack Harlow. Um Really? He's cute. he's cute. He's cute. He's cute. He's okay, he's fucking cute. <laughs> we're we're at 50 some odd minutes and we got to start wrapping this thing up. Okay, um, well, next topic. The most unrealistic fucking thing. So, <laughs> I don't even want to bring up this name because I don't want to hear what you have to say about it, but <laughs> I, she's part of the part of the situation. King Von's baby mama says she wants Kiki Palmer <laughs> to play her in a biopic. So I, let me just speak my piece and we're going to move you on. You go first. Absolutely. You I go first I hate got it because why does King Von need a biopic and why the fuck would she be in there? Moving on. Okay. In the United States of America, as children, we are taught that, you know, as long as you work hard, you go to school and you get good grades, just be a good fucking hard worker. You can be anything you want. And generally, sometimes you really can be anything you want in this country. And there's a lot of times you can't, but they tell us you can be anything you want. You can be anything you want, guys. And she should start with being fucking for real. Okay? <laughs> and there it is, you guys. <laughs> and why do we need a fucking movie about King Von's life? Like, let's <laughs> fucking be for real. Let's rewind. Rewind. You can be, you can be anything you want. And she should start by being fucking for real. This, he deserves a fucking... I don't know what is it, an Oscar or a Grammy for that one. For that one, Derek. Round of applause. That one was that was great. <laughs> Come on now, let's let, like. <laughs> All right, hold on, Since bro. She just hold on. by being fucking for real. <laughs> hold on, somebody. And you know what? Shout out. I, I, number one, I want to say first of all. To Delmar, and I think his name is Ricardo, or rather we just fucking call him by their rap names. Daz and Corrupt. I love y'all niggas. I love Dog Pound. I love the shit y'all did on The Chronic. <laughs> I love the shit y'all did on Doggy Style. He said, be fucking for real. Daz said that they were working on a, dogs, a, dog, a dog Pound biopic. And my nigga, I also had to say... I don't know about this one, Daz. I just don't know about this one, my guy. <laughs> like, y'all niggas are legends. However, 
I just, it, it would be better off if Snoop did a biopic about Death Row and left it at that. But again, we've seen straight out of Compton. And then who else had a Death Row? The, in, in the Pac movie, right? Tupac's yeah. story deserved to be told because Pac was bigger than the music. He was a revolutionary. NWA's story deserved to be told because... Coogee Rap is the first person to curse on a record, and niggas was like, whoa. N.W.A. was the first niggas to talk gangster shit on records, and that's how gangster rap was, was born. Dr. Dre is unequivocally the best producer. One of the, not even, if he's not the best, him and Pharrell, and even Jermaine Dupri, there's a lot. Dr. Dre is one of the top five producers of all time. So the N.W.A. story and the Tupac story absolutely had to be told. Dog pound, I don't know, my nigga. We gonna see. We gonna see. <laughs> I just. I don't why know would why. you? Why does he need a biopic? Are you gonna do woman, a documentary on the fucking people he murdered? You serial killer, I'm baby glad mama. You brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that up. So his family is actually very upset right now because on the Wikipedia serial killers page, they put his name on there. Uh, why shouldn't they? A few hours ago, it was up there though. Let's just check. Let's see. Go ahead and Google serial killers. You know what I hate? Why Derek's doing that, you guys? One thing I hate is that when people pass, we put them on this pedestal like they were great people. Bitch, you were a serial killer. You should have been put down a long time ago. They take them off. Why well, I love you so much. Yeah. Yes, I say yeah. Oh my God, the Reddit comments. How do we feel about King Von being a serial killer? Someone said the fact that this is even a question is disturbing. Somebody said, I know, right? I'm just super glad he's dead, and I wish the same end to the piece of shit that killed him. I ate him all. Uh, someone said, if he was alive, I would have liked to see him locked up for life or death sentence, whichever is applicable. Um, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. This girl really needs to fucking be for real with herself. Number one, and I hate to bring the name up because I know you just think this is the lamest person in the world. Kiki Palmer's not fucking playing you in a biopic. Number two, good luck getting anybody to greenlight a fucking movie about King Von. It's not happening. Literally, happy. like, I, I guess I guess it could be one of those uh, Tubi movies. It'd have to be. I was just going to say, it'd have to be a fucking Tubi movie. And still, why would Kiki that? Palmer do that? Like, yes, I think Kiki Palmer is lame, but here's my thing. I wouldn't put that on her. How many fucking stadiums or arenas has King Von sold out? Hmm? How many? I don't even know if King Von having, (laughs) even having any. (sighs) And, And the fact that his family had the nerve to get upset that they put him on that list. Well, that's not right. 
This nigga rapped about killing niggas. What are y'all talking about? Y'all can't celebrate it and call him a real nigga for rapping about the shit. But then when a the motherfucker appropriately puts him on a serial killer list, now it's a problem. As I said, in this country of ours, we are taught that we can do what we want if we put our mind to it and we bust our ass and we get good grades and go to school and listen to your teacher and you do your push-ups and you take your vitamins. You can be whatever you want. King Von, baby mama, I'm telling you, you need to start with being fucking for real. Ain't nobody making a movie about that nigga. And no, even if even if somebody, first of all, no major Hollywood studios green lighting that movie. No fucking way. There's no fucking way. And you asking Pinky PP Kiki Palmer, and I didn't do that on purpose. It just kind of came out that way. Kiki Palmer to play you again, like on, sis. Derek said, be fucking for real. Like it's it's a great day. It's a great day to tell the truth. You had to be out of your fucking mind to think that. Like, come on, you must have been smoking stop. his ashes. She was smoking something. She nuttier than a fucking fruitcake. There's no fucking way you really thought that niggas was going to make a movie about that nigga. Like, come on, dog. Like, why are we doing this? Every, every nigga that, spit, that went into a vocal booth and spit words does not need a film if they die. There's no Big L movie. Big and Pac were icons. Big maybe maybe icon. it might be like a, a a fucking I don't know maybe like a made for Chicago movie maybe I don't know but baby girl even, sit okay, the fuck okay down. okay okay even if it was on some Chicago shit is King Von or Lil Durk bigger than Kanye or Common ever will be oh no sir all right I rest my fucking case then I don't see no fucking Kanye movie <laughs> damn I, I wish I had a, a gavel <laughs> I wish I had a gavel <laughs> I rest my fucking case. <laughs> And this is the problem. God damn, I hate to be the person. They gonna kill me, be like, well, you the old nigga in the room. You don't understand this music. I understand what murder is, my nigga. I really do. <laughs> I, I may not understand what, I understand what murder is. It's not a tough is. concept. It's, it's not a hard concept. I'm sorry. Like, I understand what murder is. fucking for real. A King Von biopic. Imagine going to the movies to see whatever. Like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies coming out next month right they got a bunch of people like voicing those characters so i'm really excited for it imagine me going to the fucking movie theater i got my nachos here come the coming attractions and i'm sitting there with my kid and then in the fucking trailers yeah i'm a real nigga all time i'm from the old block or wherever them chicago niggas is from you gonna show me the fucking trailer for the king von movie and you don't think i'm going to the front desk and demanding my fucking money back <laughs> Wait, nigga, i got a trailer. whole child next to me not for the trailer bro if y'all don't get out here with that bullshit like <laughs> you gotta be a nutty nigga man never mind i'm not doing this i'm not doing this not because of the trailer yo any motherfucking way S sweetheart be for real <laughs> just fucking be for real like again like i said you can be anything you want and you should start with being fucking for real because it's not even even the part about kiki palmer uh playing you that's outlandish as fuck but the fact that you think that somebody's gonna make a movie about this negro that is really sending me that shit is really sending me. 
I don't know what's sending just, me the most. I don't know what's sending me the most. The, the movie or the Kiki, both of them actually. Like the fact of the matter is that you think that B Kiki, Kiki Palmer go pay shit you on its own. The Kiki Palmer shit on its own is fucking outlandish. Her thinking that that this nigga deserves a biopic about his life is and way here's worse the than thing. That. For me to say that Kiki Palmer is way above, beyond, and better than that is me saying a lot because I do not like Kiki Palmer. And we've had this conversation all day long. Yes. All day Maybe for a few days now. (laughs) But he keeps telling me leave her alone. And right now I am giving her her flowers. I'm giving giving her some grace. And and Kiki, don't you fucking do it. Because if you do it, I'm going to. Have a fucking field day. I, would I literally that. cannot for the life of me. She, this girl is fucking. Nuts. She Kiki probably like, will probably I, like, do I it if because she got it's like fragments somewhere in her. Oh brain my because. god! Hey yo, it's time to end it because Derek going off. Yeah, we. <laughs> because she's fucking. Come on, dog. He said, "I wonder if she got bullet fragments in her brain." Hey, my boy is fucking funny, yo. Anything you want, baby, you can be anything you want, and you need to start by being fucking for real. <laughs> like, seriously. Let's not do this. Dad, <laughs> Move it right along. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So, this comes to us from our good friends over at the Shade Room again. The battle between Megan Thee Stallion and 1501 Certified Entertainment continues. According to court documents obtained by Radar Online, Meg's attorneys aren't buying the label's claim that Kelsey Harris is her partner. Uh, Darren Smith doesn't work for the label. Megan has now issued a subpoena to demand that Smith be deposed before the trial starts on August 7th. If you recall, the H-Town hottie believes that Smith has important information that could help her case against Carl Crawford. As part of the discovery process, she wants him to turn it over. She alleges that 1501 conspired with Harris to create the diss track Bus and Back, a claim that the label is categorically denied. 1501 filed a motion denying the High Girl Coach's claims last month that Smith is an employee at their label and says he's an independent contractor. Carl also says Megan has Darian Smith confused with Darian Smith. It's two <laughs> different niggas, apparently, who is an entirely different person altogether. Um... I have questions. I have questions. So, you want to start here because I have, I have a few questions. I so, do. other people people were like, oh, they said, they were like, they were making a joke that Kelsey, they was like, Kelsey was just in a drive-thru at McDonald's and they uh, served her. So, I want people to understand, they didn't actually subpoena Kelsey to testify. They subpoenaed her um, They subpoenaed her boyfriend. Um, so, but what I do want people to also understand is... Just because Kelsey was a subpoenaed right now doesn't mean she won't be. Yeah, she won't I be. feel as though at some point it's going to come to a point where she is going to have Kelsey subpoenaed. Kelsey wants nothing to do with you. Um, and I also, when I sent this article to Derek, I was showing Derek where people were saying the same thing that I've always said about Meg Desellier. She's not actually a decent person like she portrays. She's a mean girl. She's a fucking bully. And she, if, if she, Meg Desellier, and I said this, if y'all go back Isn't and to episode same, you, one. You just, hold on, hold on for a second. You just gave the speech that Janice Ian gave to Katie and fucking Mean Girls. Did you not? Did you not? Yes. You're a mean person. Uh, You're a mean anybody girl. has anybody else been here been uh, victimized? 
Pa Regina George. Pa Regina George, raise your hand. I guess me too. Regina George wore her had her nipples cut out of her shirt, so I cut the nipples out of my shirt. Sure, mean Girls is a fucking classic. Yes. Um, but yes, Kel, uh, Meg the Stallion, she's a bully. And everybody always say, if it's one thing Meg gonna do, she gonna fucking sue. Um, no pun intended. Haha. <laughs> but I, that's how I feel about it. I feel as though leave the girl Kelsey alone. Leave whatever the fuck. I mean, Meg, I don't like you. So I'm very biased in this as well. But obviously just showing. So what I always like to do, I have my opinions on people before I see them. And then once I, and I, Derek knows this, right? Don't I always have my opinions on things? And then it's I'll valid. go find the comments of where people feel the same thing about it. So if it, so let's say me and Derek have a conversation about this situation six weeks ago. It popped up again. I sent it over to him and then I screenshotted the comments where people are backing my comments up. So I'm not, one thing about me, I'm a very strong-minded individual and I feel what I feel about you based off of what I see from you. Not what I see people say. When I start seeing your actions, when I start hearing people, like prime example, when they were talking about um, when Tori supposedly, allegedly shot her. How everybody was saying how Meg was acting irate and Meg was being crazy. Meg was, you know, they kept saying Kylie wanted her out of her house, off her property. Yeah, they did say that. They did so say that. my, and the thing is that, like I said, Kylie, even though they said she wasn't actually right there present in the moment when the shooting happened, like I said, there probably are millions, gajillions of cameras who cat that captured what happened. Kylie knows something. Kylie knows what happened. Kylie's not speaking, but hey, it is what it is, right? I do not like Meg Thee Stallion. I am biased. And I think whatever the fuck, I hope she hurry up and gets it cleared up so she can get the fuck out of my face. And I, she can, like, her hype can die down and I never have to see her again. Okay, so here's the thing. Number one, I don't think she's going anywhere for a long time. We had this conversation already. Her staying power is not going to be because of music. It's going because to be because she's doing every and anything else. Things, Fashion, right. acting, yada, yada, whoop-de-whoop, yeah. Okay, here's I have some questions. Um, why that girl recorded a fucking diss track called "Bussing Back" after somebody shot at this woman? That makes no sense. I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's, that's like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What we have to remember: rap is all about. It's not anymore, but diss tracks is what we lived. To, uh, hit them up. Kelsey's Kelsey's not a fucking rapper. No, that's but it was problem. fucking funny. <laughs> it was funny. The, the, this is like the, the worst case of bad timing. Remember, because Big said he made who shot you well before Pac was shot. And then he put it out. If the nigga's already thinking you had something to do with it, why would you choose to put it out? Okay? Because. Then also, also, busting back when a motherfucker got shot. That's just in really bad taste. But whatever. Hey, but if My you don't fuck with is, somebody, if you don't fuck with I get somebody. It. I get it. I get it. I just don't think everybody. Again, it's a great time to be whatever you want. And you should start by being fucking for real. Number two. How long? When did Kelsey start dating this nigga? Tori? Or, she started... Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Because how long ago was Meg shot? Because she was fucking Tori at that time, she, right? She was shot in like June of twenty. Well, in her defense, that was three years. 
I don't know. Let's see. Right, but hold on. Let's let's try to find let's out when see. the disc record When did came out. Kelsey drop the disc record against me? Kelsey Bussin. I can't even, I can't even believe I'm putting that's oh, funny. God. I don't care what nobody say. That's fucking funny. It says 2020. November 25th of 2020. God damn. Did she break up with Tori and then start dating this nigga the next day or what? If, if Because if Meg believes dude had something. First of all, she's got to. If this is your supposed best friend, you knew that bitch couldn't rap. So you knew somebody wrote those lyrics for her. Am I right or wrong? Right. <laughs> right. Okay. So, Genius has the date of November of 2020. So, that's five months after Homegirl was shot. When well, did you get in the relationship with this new nigga? Well, 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 wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <coughs> hey, man, Kelsey may not have been dating them. They might have just been friends. They could have just been talking. Um, it don't necessarily mean that they, they may be dating now. You know what I'm saying? So we can't really, we can't speak too much on it because of the timeline. You know, they could have just been friends. I mean, you know, I don't know, though. We don't know about that. So let's just take it. And they could actually mean, they may not mean that that's her partner as in her boyfriend. I I just, there's a lot. Um, I guess we have to wait until the case, uh, (laughs) wait until the case unfolds for a time. I'm talking to the same bitch that crashed that boat on 42. It's a shame we're here today. Truth be told, it's because of you. Couldn't control your little fillers. Look what dick has costed you. Yo. Hey, <laughs> she went in on that bitch. Look, she this came out the really door swinging. <laughs> Damn. Oh, my God. This is funny. Imagine lying to the DA saying I took some hush money, put a muzzle on your friends, y'all acting like some crash dummies. <laughs> Got my chain snatched. Ooh. Yo, this is nuts. Okay, Bird. you know what? So this, this lyric, hold, hold on, hold on. Way she did 1501, should have knew I couldn't trust her. You, Yeah, so that lyric right there alone. I can see why they believe that dude is part of 1501 and this is why it could be somewhat not exactly incriminating, but it can't help her case. Yeah. That lyric right there could alone. Be. Could be, could be, could be. But, you know, I mean, hey, we're going to have to wait. We got, Like I like to say, put a pin in it and come back to it because we're going to have to, you know, see what they're saying about this later on when we get some more details about the case. And you guys, we promise... We're going to unpack, unfold, and lay it all out on the table for you guys. Because. I'm going to tell you. So did they marry to protect one another in court? Oh. Oh. Kelsey married to him? Huh. I don't know. We're going to have to look into that. Yeah, that's why I said. That's why I said. We're going to have to look into this a little bit deeper as the case unfolds in front of our very eyes because there are some things that we need to figure out here. Um, I just still, for the life of me, cannot believe that anybody is that pressed over Tory Lanez. And see, the thing is, the the thing is, I don't. Here's my thing, and I'm going to be honest with you. I think that there is, it's it's bigger than Tory. And I think Tory just was a pawn in this. I don't. Well, see, I thought that they were friends a lot longer. It turns out they weren't. They met in school or something like that when Meg was just taking classes, like 
at whatever university she was a few years back. I mm-hmm. thought that they knew each other like they was like people had made it seem like they had been best friends since they was like seven years old or some shit like that, but they really haven't known each other all that long. So uh-huh. I can see how quickly that shit can deteriorate. Right, so, like, because my two best friends, I was seven years yeah, old. exactly. Like, and like me and Sterl have never legit had an argument. Like we've had disagreements, but we've never had an argument. And wherever that nigga goes, like I'm in here. That nigga's down there in Houston. This nigga sent me videos. I'm flying you down, bro. The studio's almost done. I need you to come down here and write. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. We are for life. You know what I'm saying? And and There's you no guys, life. what Derek talking about Sterl? Who am I going to Costa Rica with? Exactly, my best friend. You see what I'm my best friend. We are, for and we've life. been best friends since we, I was 17 years old. And I actually have two best friends. Uh, one I've been best friends with since I was 12, and the other one since I've been best friends with since I was 17. But all, all both of us have 10 plus years in this thing. We're not, we're you know what I'm saying. We're not. We didn't just meet and you know. And Meg the Stung is what 25. So you realize she maybe met this girl. Yeah, like she maybe met this girl four years ago. Like me, Derek, and me and Derek and our best friends have 10 plus years in the game. We're not going anywhere. I mean, one of my best friends was in the room the, for the birth of Lily. So, Still you know. was the only person in my family that was at the hospital when Kennedy was born. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, is and that's another thing. Derek's absolutely right. You you can't first of all, you can't go out there making friends with and this is no shade against Kelsey because here's the thing. I don't know nothing about Kelsey, but I know what I know about Megan and I don't fuck with it. It could be very much so Megan's fault, but I you cannot this is for any friendship. You can't expect to go be making friends with somebody when you're twenty four years old and thinking they're gonna be your BFFL. I think I I, I just Especially with the woman, because you meet them at your messy downtime in your life. And if anybody doesn't know what that uh, that means, Derek may not know what that means, but a lot of women between the ages of twenty one and like twenty eight, that's when we're messy and we we all up in other people's business. We fucking around doing shit. That's before we actually. And people like to say men don't mature early, don't mature at a certain age. Neither do women. Yeah, my whole thing is this. <laughs> If I and I'm not taking Meg's side by any means, I would kind of feel a little slighted. Now, if she really did fuck old boy behind her back, then she is fucked up for that. But like, bitch, you flew around the world on my time. That's all. Like you, you can't go make a diss record about me. That's here's the thing. You flew around the world on my dime, but that still don't give you the right to fuck my man. True, true indeed. I if flew that on was, your dime. That was supposed to be because we were supposedly Air Quotes best friends. True. You didn't, you, Tori, and then Tori's you went and got in bed like, with my nigga. Tori's painting it like he wasn't exclusive to neither one of they motherfucking ass. Here's the thing, Derek. Bros before what? Hoes. Here's the thing. Just because, let's use this as an example. Let's say for shits and giggles, we're going to use me, you, and Sterile. Me, you fucking around. Sterile come trying to get at me. I'm going to do it. No. First of all, Sterile, where's your fucking loyalty to me? Why are you even trying to talk to... Why are you even trying to talk to Bree, Sterile? You you know I'm 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 with her. 
right around though me and me and him have way more built into a, a relationship right but see here's see, my thing my that's, that's also my brother and my best friend yeah but see here's my thing with that being said that's my point that i'm making where's your fucking you shouldn't even one thing about me and i said this to somebody who is i guess you could say kind of close to me i said this and i meant this and i told this person and she's not actually close to me i told this to my this person i said I don't fuck my friend's men. And if I fuck your man, your man, that means that goes to show you, you ain't no friend of mine. I hear you. I just, I, the, the whole thing, again, number one, my whole thing is like all that over Tory Lanez, over fucking Tory Lanez. You don't know what Tory got. Tory might have that, that, that thing. That Because listen, because I'm going to tell you one thing. I don't, I don't really fuck with men that's too tall. I fuck with, you know, people always want to do, you know, oh, he's short, he's short, he's short. Don't oh, sleep no, on short definitely. men. Don't sleep yeah. on short men. Well, the word Ugly is out there niggas, now. The word is out here's there Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Not trying to be funny, nothing like that. Niggas who ugly and shit, they got to prove, they got to come with that banging ass dick and head because you ugly. So you got to, you got to, you know, win me over somehow, some way. So the thing is that Tory may know what the fuck he doing. Tory got them vocals and Tory can write. So, hey, you know, whatever. I don't know. But, you know, like I said, we're going to put a pin in this when they come back to it. Because obviously this shit going to... Remember when I said that about the whole Kamorali shit and then most shit started coming out? Oh, also, did you know that Rush Card closed down completely last month? I'm not surprised. It wouldn't shit. I'm not surprised. Way. I'm not surprised. But here's the thing. What I found wild because I was at work today and I overheard somebody talking about it. It shut down on all its customers, locked their cards up and everything. And a lot of people who got social security used from rush cards. Russell was so, fucking motherfuckers. Yeah. Russell was whole ass Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then lastly... Um, the person who posted this is an idiot, but whatever. Which star, which of these goats snapped harder with the artists they brought us? Wayne with Drake and Nicki, or Jay with Kanye and Rihanna? The, I'm going to tell you right now, the answer is Jay. Because there's another person here who's not mentioned. Jay's responsible for Neo Jay. as well. Oh, I thought you were going to say J. Cole. <laughs> Well, then, fuck. I forgot about Cole. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And so the thing is that here's the thing. If we narrowing it down to just those two people that they put out there, I, I've thought it's about still, it because I was the Jay. one that sent it to it's him. And I, I I had a hard time thinking about it. Um, I had it's a hard still time. Rih think about it. Rihanna alone. Rihanna alone. <sighs> You could li you could literally take Kanye off the board and just have Rihanna again. I know you got Rihanna got her clothes and you know her lingerie line and all of that stuff and Nikki had her perfume and all of that stuff too. So that's why I'm kind of like you know I don't I don't know music I don't know you know they're both uh, what I will say is all four well I guess you can say all six are all phenomenal. They're fucking they phenomenal are. and I'm gonna give and I'm I'm saying this you guys and we know how I don't like Drake. I'm even giving Drake his pop props. For fucking nominal. And that's why it was a really hard decision for me. But I guess at the end of the day, I would have to go with Jay-Z. 
I would have to go it's with Jay-Z. It's not even close. Who else from Young Money actually was successful other than Nate? Well, Drake that's why I say that's Tiger's why I say if we needs- just did by those those four artists. But when you start bringing in Neo and J. Cole, then obviously Jay-Z wins by a landslide. But that's why I say if we just take it to just the four artists that they're named, they named, it was really hard for me to decide. But when you bring in all the other artists, it is definitely um, Jay-Z by a fucking milestone. But I do want to give the props that all of them are fucking Nikki Nikki has had a phenomenal career. But if you lined up her career next to Rihanna, is she really that close? No. She isn't. Drake and Kanye, at this point where Drake is now, he's as successful as Kanye, I would say. So they kind of cancel each other out. But if you line Nikki and Rihanna up against each other, it's not close. It's really not as close as people think it is. It, like, literally, people are really... People really think that Nikki's the only one that exists. And, like, some motherfucker... It was a post about female rappers the other day, and some idiot was like, nobody was signed before Nicki Minaj. And we all, like, in the comments, I was like, no, it was like, there were only three rappers signed before Nicki Minaj. And I was like, excuse you? And then everybody just started lighting his ass up, and they were like, Queen Latifah, Foxy Brown, Lil' Kim, MC Light, Moni Love, so many rappers. And it was like, we were all like, okay, you're 16, and your comment proves that you're only fucking 16. There was a lot of female rap before Nicki Minaj. Nicki's very, very fucking talented. We've already discussed it in this episode. She's got 23 top 10 in the Hot 100. She's very talented. But if you for real line her career, if you just, we're we going to take Kanye and Drake off the board because they nearly cancel each other out. No lie. Because Drake has been extremely fucking successful. Rihanna trumps Nikki. It's not close. It's not as close as people think it is. It really isn't. It really and truly isn't. I'm sorry. And then if we if we gonna go ahead and add in everybody that's under their umbrella, remember you still got Cole and Neo. Right. Mm-hmm. If we just talking about the people from Young Money that actually blew, is Nikki Drake and then Tiger to a certain extent. That's it. That's it. It's Jay, and it's not even close. And this is not me being on some Wayne hating shit. It's Jay. It's Jay, and it's not even really close. But this is just common people not really understanding what Jay-Z has been responsible for. The crazy thing is, is that they posted this. Did you look at the date from the post? This is from somebody posted it on Facebook that said May 2nd of 2020. It is now fucking July of 2023. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Anyway, that is our show for the week. Um, you got anything to plug? Nope. And you know, I like to sign off with you guys. Um, again, like Derek said, you can be anything in the world. But please, guys, always be start is be fucking for real. Be fucking for real. Don't talk to strangers. Um, And hey, you know, I love you guys. I hope you guys had a safe and fun. um, Happy Fourth of July. And everybody came back safe to us. Um, I hope Boosie now knows what the meaning (laughs) is. Yes. um, (laughs) Yes, Boosie. And if you don't, hey, 
give me a ring. I'll help you out, buddy. Um, as my fellow Louisiana animal. Um, you guys, as always, I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in to us. And we love doing this. Um, good it's night. It, it, it's, this is great conversations for us every week. Literally. You know, we talk every day. But this is we like, really do, guys. Like, And we have little sporadic moments where he'll call me on his break and stuff. It's actually fucking cute. But <laughs> you guys, um, we love you. Have a good night. Peace. All right, you guys. Peace out.